Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. Hello, everybody. So glad you're with us, and we've got some good things to share. And we know that God will speak a word directly to you. Open your heart and receive from Him this day. Let's take a moment and pray. Can we do that? Dear Lord Jesus, we come to you and we ask that you would visit us this day. We thank you, Father, for your word that it's alive, it's living, and it's active. And it will cut through the obstacles and things that stand in the way of your people accomplishing your plan for their life. And Lord, we thank you for that. I thank you for the anointing of your Holy Spirit to come here today in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I'm going to share some great things with you today. They're things that, um, as I was preparing, that uh, just brought a lot of joy to my heart and just refreshed me in some ways on God's Word and His promises. And I hope that it will do the same for you today. Uh, and I'm going to talk to you um, about um, removing limitations. Now, I've talked a little bit about this, but we're going to get much more in-depth here today uh, so I may say some things uh, from a former message that you've heard, but you just stick with me because I'm going to say some new things for sure that you haven't heard me teach on before. Um, as I was thinking about removing these limitations that we uh, put on our lives, you see, God doesn't put the limitations on our life. Now, He has a plan. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that you're going to do... Uh, you know, things um, that you may have thought uh, would occur. I'm not going to tell you that because sometimes we have dreams and goals and it might not line up with what God has for our life. So, but for His plan and His purpose for your life, and you can know that, you can get before the Lord and know that, His plan and His purpose for your life, you can get in that and you can walk without the limiting, restricting ways uh, of life. And, and even the devil will come to try to block things in our life. And when I talk about limitations, I'm really talking about restrictions where um, there is um, there is like a bar that is set and uh, the enemy says, you can't go over this bar. But God said, yes, you can cross over that and you can do so much more. So those are the kinds of things that we're going to talk about today and I believe it will be a blessing to you. You know, God has given us a covenant and in that covenant, um, he has told us things that belong to us that through his uh, sacrifice of going to the cross and dying uh, on that cross, shedding his blood, that we have covenant promises. And of course, you know your salvation, you know that's a covenant promise. But many, many Christians do limit God because they don't think above and beyond that. But some of the things I'm going to talk uh, to you about today go beyond that. And um, 
I, th I think we just live so below what God wants us um, to be living. And so allow God, as we talk, to bring his thoughts to your mind. Not, not your own limiting thoughts, but God's unlimited thoughts, okay? So I'm going to read you a scripture, Psalm 78, 41. It says, yes, this is talking about the children of Israel. Yes, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. And so here's God himself being restricted in the lives of his very own people that he loved, that he brought out of bondage, that he had already done so many things for, but they restricted God in their lives. Uh, not only individually, but they did it um, as a group. It, w it was just the, the group came together. Now, I'm, possibly, you know, there were some that did not feel that way, but I'm talking about the majority. This is the majority of people. They limited God. And I think if we see that in the Scripture, we need to pay attention to it. The restriction is in our minds. The restriction is in our thinking, and it's in our heart. But God wants to remove those limitations and take you so much further into his covenant, into his favor, and into his blessing. And you say, well, with all the things that are going on in the world, and you're talking about God's blessing, well, let me tell you why. Because he has provided a way of escape for you and me and all of his children. And so we can be in the middle of chaos and confusion that we're facing now in our nation. And he has the answer to take you through it. You might go through it, but you're going to come out. You're not even going to smell like smoke. How can you do that? How can you go through the fire and not smell like smoke. I don't know, but he took the three Hebrew children through the fire, but they didn't get burned, and they didn't even smell like smoke. So we can be in a time like we're in, and God, through his covenant blessings that he has given us, we can go through it. You see, I, I don't preach the Word of God to tell people that they're not going to face difficulty, challenges, obstacles, uh, because I, I, that is very incorrect. And if you live long enough, you understand that. And so I don't preach the gospel in that way. But I, I'm like Paul. You know, Paul said, it feels like I have a rock not just a small rock, but a boulder that's been placed upon my chest. And it's like it's pinning me down. But he said, I know you will deliver me. And see, that's where we need to be today. We may feel pinned down. We may feel the weight uh, of things and the burden of things. But I'm going to tell you, God can lift those things off of you. But you have to go his way. You have to do it his way. You're not going to do it with the arm of the flesh. You're going to do it in the spirit. I'm going to do it in the spirit. So that's what I'm talking about today. But the children of Israel, uh, they had these limitations on God. And they got to the point 
where in, in this uh, restriction and this bar that they have laid, uh, laid out for their own lives and, and as a group and as a people, they got to the point where they said, can God do this? Well, who in the world would ask God if he can do something? We know nothing is impossible. Nothing is too hard for him. We, we know that. And so they had gotten to the point where their faith was non-existent, really. We can't get to that place. And maybe, maybe, maybe you might be there, but you're limiting God. So hear today the Spirit of the Lord and allow that to be lifted from your life. And it's not going to come any other way but through the covenant. or through What is the covenant? We, we talk about the New Testament. When the New Testament is written, was written, it, it is there to tell you what you have as a covenant. It's to tell you what you have from your will. This was Jesus' last will and testament that he left in the earth. That's what we're talking about today. And so when we limit God, we're limiting him in ways that he said, I've already provided for you. I've already done these things for you. It was my sacrifice and it made the way that these things can happen in your life that we're going to look into, okay? So we're going to get further uh, into that. But, you know, the Bible said that they began to question God. Can God? And it was all because they didn't believe. I mean, if you read it, that's it. They didn't believe. I tell you, I don't want to be in my life a person who does not believe. I don't, because God can't help you. It's faith that moves God. And you got to have faith. You got to believe what he said in this book, the Bible. And then you can have the promises. You can have your covenant blessings that he wants to give you. I've had many, many, many opportunities in my life to limit God. I, I was just thinking recently, really, about um, the beginning of this ministry, of this church. When um, my husband Ed and I, we knew we had a word from God, but we didn't know how we could establish the church because number one, now I want you to listen, we had no people, no congregation, no building, no finances. So how does that happen? And then 40, almost 45 years later, you know, uh, this um, place here, this church, this uh, facility and all that we do and all the outreach going all over the nation and even around the world, all over our community. How, how did we get there? Well, I can tell you it wasn't by might. It wasn't by our power, but it was by the Spirit of God because we knew we had covenant promises from God for the provision, for the way to be made. We didn't know. We didn't understand. We didn't have a blueprint uh, written out that said that what the way was going to be. We, we didn't have that. All we had was God's covenant promises 
when he had called us to start the church. Now, if you do something like this and you don't have God's heart on it and he hasn't called you to do something, don't try to do it because it won't work. And over the years, we've had a lot of people that looked how uh, God used us and what he did uh, to uh, begin this ministry here. And they've tried to do it and it didn't work. You fail. And so the things I'm sharing with you are from a heart that God gave us a plan. He gave us what we needed to do. We were in California, and God spoke to us. Um, he said, I want you to go back to Knoxville. When we left here, we didn't know if we'd be back to Knoxville other than, than to visit, of course. Uh, but he called us back here. through. We were in a time of prayer and fasting, and God spoke a word, and he said, I want you to go back to Knoxville. I want you to start this church. And when you start it, you're going to have someone that will call you. And when they call you after you get back, you're going to know they're the ones to help you um, launch this. Well, and the person, he told us the person that would call us. It, it didn't make sense because, number one, we barely knew the people. We knew who they were, but we didn't know them very well. And so when we got back, uh, we were eating dinner one night at um, Ed's parents' home, and we got a call at their house. Now, how they got that number, I don't know, and knew where we were. But they called us, and Eddie told them, he said, We'll be there in an hour because we knew when we got that call, it was time to begin this ministry. Now, that was a supernatural beginning for what we're doing today. And like I said, we've been doing this for 45 years. And so there were many obstacles. There were many times when difficult times hit that it didn't look like we were going to make it. We didn't know where the provision was coming from for what we needed to do and taking steps of faith. But we, we would just listen. We would just walk it out. We would find a promise in the Bible and we would stand on that. But we didn't quit. We just kept on believing. We believe God. See, the children of Israel, they didn't believe God. They, even though they had seen his mighty hand, they still didn't believe God. Well, I can tell you, uh, we believed God because we knew we couldn't, we couldn't get a mile down the road on our own. We really didn't. We loved the Lord with all of our heart. We were dedicated to his plan and purpose, but we had no way to make things happen. Maybe you're in a business right now and God has spoken to you what you're supposed to do. You're on a career path and God has spoken what you're to do. You don't know how it's going to come to pass, but you know what? Don't say what the children of Israel said and asked that question. Can God? I'm here to tell you God can. He can do what he has uh, called you to do in your life. There's not just one calling and one path. Now, there's one path to heaven. We know that. But, but to get accomplished with our lives what God has, there's, there's different paths. Not all of us do the same thing. Not everybody's in ministry and do what we do and have done. 
so when we preach the Word of God, I want you to hear it from the vantage point of what God wants you to do. And you believe God like we believe God. And we still do to this day. And we still face challenges. But God has never let us down. He is so faithful. And He will be faithful to you. Now let me read you um, this scripture. And this is out of the Message Bible, Ephesians 3.20. I'm sorry, out of the Amplified. Uh, And he says, Now unto him who is able to carry out his purpose, talking about God, he's able to carry it out in your life and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our greatest, listen to this, beyond our greatest prayers, our hopes or dreams. How does that happen? According to his power, his miraculous ability that is at work within us. In other words, his power is at work on the inside of you and on the inside of me. And he can go beyond our wildest dreams. If you can dream it, God can do it and even more. So we need to understand that. When, when we talk about removing limitations, we need to understand that that's what we're talking about. Take off the stops. Take off the bar that's been set. That uh, You know, the devil wants to set that bar and this is as far as you can come and no more. I tell you what, God has a way. If you fill your heart with faith, your mouth with the Word of God, and you meditate on what God has done for you, you can kick that bar off and get it out of the way. But I love this because He, uh, and he can do super abundantly more than what you can dream and think up. He can do more. Now, why would he put that in the Bible if it's not relevant to us as his people? Now, again, I'm not telling you something that you just think up and God's not called you to do it. There's no promise for that. But the thing that God wants you to accomplish with your life, and hear me, he's got something for you to do for him. I can't tell you what that is. It looks different for all people, but he wants to do far above. Just like he took um, Ed's life and my life, and uh, he has used us in the way that he has to establish this ministry. And you know, years and years and years from now, when we uh, won't be here, somebody will be here uh, because two people in the very beginning made a commitment to allow God to remove the limitations that looked like they were so plain that there would be limitations, but he removed those limitations. And then what happened? God began to bring other people. He began to bring people who could see what uh, that vision and that dream that we had in our heart. They began to see it. They began to lock arms with us. And they said, we want that too. We're going to help accomplish this. We're going to take this very place for the glory and honor of God. And you can take mountains. You know, it's, it's, remember Caleb? Caleb was a man of another spirit, the Bible says. And he said, give me my mountain. When these people that we've been talking about, the children of Israel, when they were saying God couldn't do it, 
God was doing it through Caleb and Joshua. Amen. So this is very important for us to understand. We don't have to restrict and limit God. We can see those limitations removed. And you have that opportunity in your life to, uh, to see some mighty things happen. God can do extraordinary things through ordinary people. As I, you know, think about my own life and my husband's life, we're not what people would call extraordinary people. We're ordinary people like you. But God can do those extraordinary things. You have a dream in your heart that's from the Lord. Allow God through His covenant blessings and don't Limit God. And if there are limitations, allow Him to remove them from your life. And you can, you can do it through Him. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Allow faith to arise in your heart and be the person that God wants you to be and accomplish those things that God wants you to accomplish. I love you and God bless you and so glad you've been with me today and uh, we'll be back for more. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora.